Hello, this is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is December 20th. I want to dedicate today's podcast to Marina and Byron, Ronnie, Justin, and Chance. Our male listenership has really increased and it's growing day by day and I'm so happy about that. So welcome new listeners and uh, thank you for checking in and let me know you'll be listening. I'm going to preach today. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're going to talk about life's principle number 11 and this is coming from the charles stanley life principles bible okay god assumes full responsibility for our needs when we obey him job 42 7 do you really believe god is able and eager to meet all your needs Most people would say yes, but when difficulty comes, problems arise, and sorrow strikes, we often wonder where God is and how we can trust him. But the Lord is not only capable of meeting all our needs, he also is able to satisfy the deepest desires of our hearts. Some question this reasoning. They say, I know God is capable of meeting my needs, but will he? Doesn't he know that I'm struggling? The Lord knows the battle that is ensuing around your life. And while questions like these are asked by each one of us at some point, we need to learn a deeper principle, and that is how to focus on our faith when we are under trial. God is committed to meeting our needs, but first, he wants to know that we are committed to living our lives for him. Jesus told his disciples not to worry. He admonished them to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Well, this is a promise, a commitment a pledge of action that we can claim. God knows we have emotional and material needs, food, shelter, a sense of belonging and clothing. But Jesus was telling his followers that the focus of their lives should not be set on material products or feel good experiences. Instead, They were to set their hearts on God and his kingdom, and then every need and desire they had would be met. The value of any commitment is based upon two things. Number one, the ability of the promise maker to fulfill the promise, and two, the integrity of the promise maker whether he has the character to follow through on his promise. Well, God certainly qualifies on both accounts. He has all the wisdom, power, and ability 
necessary to fulfill his promises to us. He also has proven integrity. He always keeps his promises. He is utterly faithful to his word. He is holy and immutable. He is unchanging. His commandments, statutes, and promises have not changed. They reflect our unchanging God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. When you have an unmet need, the first thing you need to do is pray and tell the Lord what you are facing. Prayer is an act of faith. It declares your trust in God and His ability. Many times He allows a need to come so that He can teach you to trust Him in a greater way. No problem is too complicated or too difficult for Him to handle. The real questions that we must answer are, are you responding in the midst of your circumstance or situation? And are you trusting him or are you frantically looking for a way out of the difficulty without discovering what he wants you to learn? Hmm. Jesus pledged that God would meet your needs when you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This means that he is obligated to meet your needs when you faithfully obey and trust him. When you are walking in step with him, he assumes full responsibility for the answer to your needs, problems, challenges, and circumstances of life. Let me repeat that. When you are walking in step with him, he assumes full responsibility for the answer to your needs, problems, challenges, and circumstances of life. But there is a catch. He does this according to his will, his purpose, his plan, and his timing. And meeting needs does not necessarily mean meeting every desire that we have. He may choose to answer our prayers quickly, or he may wait for a season. Regardless, when the answer comes, it will be perfect, and it will encourage us. <clears throat> One of God's greatest desires is for us to learn to trust his wisdom and timing. Do you have a preconceived idea about how he must act to meet your needs or whom he may use to meet them? Well, many people have said, if this man would just do such and such, or that woman would agree to do so and so, then my need would be met. Or they have said, well, I did such and such and therefore God must do this and that. Those who make statements like these may not be trusting the Lord. Rather, they are demanding that he exert his power on behalf of their wishes and commands. 
any time that we expect God to move a certain way, we have missed the deeper lesson that he wants us to learn. Oh boy, let me repeat it. Any time we expect God to move a certain way, we have missed the deeper lesson that he wants us to learn. Faith requires complete trust in him. Even when we do not understand why he has allowed circumstances to unfold a certain way. Think of all the people in the Bible who trusted the Lord and gained a wondrous victory. Moses, David, Esther, Jeremiah, Elijah, all of the disciples, Mary, and many, many more. We should never obey him merely to manipulate our situation. God knows our hearts. When we are surrendered to him, he sees our devotion and goes to work on our behalf. I'm going to repeat it. God knows our hearts. When we are surrendered to him, he sees our devotion and goes to work on our behalf. You've got to believe it. God calls us to trust him and him alone to meet our needs and to be our total source of supply. Furthermore, the Lord requires that we obey him as part of our trusting him. Therefore, tell him, Lord, I trust you completely to meet my needs in your timing and according to your methods. I want to lay down my selfish hopes, dreams, and desires. Mold these so that they represent your will for my life, and I will continue to obey you by the power of your spirit, believing that as I do, you will take care of me. You can count on God's love, wisdom, power, and grace. You can count on God's love, God's wisdom, God's power, and God's grace. He has never failed you. He is the God who cares and he will provide what you need at just the right time. And when he does, it will be abundantly beyond all you have imagined. Amen. Listeners, are you picking up on the patterns? We've been praying together a long time. We're going to continue to pray together, I hope. I just want you to listen to the secrets, to the directions, to the instructions to gain and live an abundant life with having all of your needs and desires met. This I truly believe with everything in me. 
Stay tuned. We'll be back with more prayers. Amen. Lord Jesus, hear our cry. Instant Access, Psalm 63. Because you have been my help, therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. There is no time in our lives when we are cut off from God, and therefore, there is no time when we are cut off from his supply. You can be standing at your kitchen sink washing dishes. You can be sitting at your desk shuffling papers. One of the greatest privileges of your life is that you have instant access to God. You do not need to complete a certain protocol, accomplish a list of prerequisites, or be in a certain place, holding your hands in a specific way, or reciting a particular statement. You can get in touch with God instantly, directly, and personally at any time of day or night, in any situation or circumstance, either verbally or silently. Amen. From personal experience, you know it is easy to say you love someone, bear allegiance to that person, or trust him or her. But when it comes to putting that person's needs or desires over your own, it becomes far more difficult. As any soldier or parent knows, real love is sacrificial. We prove our love when we put the other's well-being above our own. As Jesus said, greater love has no one than this, that one lay down his life for his friends. In a sense, the same is true for God. We say we believe him and love the Lord, but do we trust him more than we do ourselves? Are we willing to obey him out of reverence because he is our creator? Our choices show whether we do or not. We either respond to him in faith, acknowledging he is God by saying yes to him, or in rebellion, choosing our own imperfect wisdom above his. This is up to us and ultimately reveals what we truly believe about him. Jesus, I believe you and want to honor you as God, not just with my words, but with my actions. Reveal where I fall short and how I can love you more. Amen. John 14, 21 says, He who has commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me, and I will love him and will disclose myself to him. Amen. Bow your head, close your eyes. Father, I know you are the rock and fortress that transforms sorrow into joy. 
as I walk through this experience, bring people into my life that bless me with comfort and laughter. Let their hearts be overflowing with a contagious spirit of compassion and love. Let them recognize my need for assistance, silence, and peace without me voicing a word and let them offer it freely. Give them the wisdom to understand and not question. Keep those who want to observe, judge, and interview me about my problems from entering into my home and my spirit. Put everyone in my house on one accord. Let your peace invade and change the atmosphere. Position angels of mercy and grace in every room. Put your words in our hearts and cause them to flow from our mouths, strengthening each other from day to day. Let the spirit of humility govern my heart. Open my eyes to see you in this situation. Penetrate any unkindness and lack of gratitude that may intrude into my being. Bless me with an attitude of love and help me to know you provide me with hands of assistance to lighten my load always. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Psalm 86 says, Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon you, for you will answer me. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. James 4, 6. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. 1 Peter 5, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Amen. And God's promises day by day. Titus 2.11 for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. As moments go, that one appeared no different than any others. It came and went. It was one of the countless moments that have marked time since eternity became measurable. But in reality, that particular moment was like none other. For through that segment of time, a spectacular thing occurred. God became man. Yes, he was born. 
while the creatures of earth walked unaware, divinity arrived. Amen. This is the month of Christ's birth. Make sure to focus on him. Remember Jesus is the reason for the season and that without him, none of us would exist. We are nothing without God's love, without God's guidance, and all he wants is our attention and ultimately our obedience. It's not that hard, guys. Be obedient and collect all the desires of your life. I think I can do that. Thank you for coming to pray with me. We just got these blessings started. We are five days away from Christmas. Make sure that you're living and walking in the spirit of Christmas. Show the Christ in you to everyone you see. Just show up and represent the Lord. If you get a chance, visit us at anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support and make a pledge if you like. Come back tomorrow so we can pray some more. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.